and I might have a, a slight detail off, but it said that Jen never had bank access. She was never like on any of the banking stuff. They paid her through a credit card. I mean, yes. that hey. is shady. I mean, that is one of the biggest red flags that I mean, odd. Yeah. And that somebody wouldn't have access to their own company's bank account. Like, it doesn't make sense. What's up, cocktailers? Welcome to Cocktails and Casa, the podcast where we drink cocktails, but you better believe we're going to spill the tea. We chat reality TV, celebrity blinds, and all of the hottest scoop from BravoCocktails.com. And as always, it's all alleged and just for fun. We do not verify our lines. I'm B. And I'm Amanda. Let's get into this week's tea. I don't know about you, but it feels like life is constantly throwing curveballs at me. And I'm always looking for a way to de-stress naturally, aka not always turning to the wine, which is why I want to tell the cocktailers about a brand I love called socialcbd.com. I've talked about their topical products, but I wanted to update you about some of their other products. I've been trying Social CBD's peppermint isolate CBD drops in the evenings as a way to kind of naturally chill. And I've noticed a difference. I'm finding myself to be a bit more calm, but I'm also sleeping better. Check out their new social CBD body care line that features high quality skincare ingredients and their new bath salts offer 400 milligrams of CBD per bath. Cocktailers use our code gossip to get a free product when you buy one at socialcbd.com. That's socialcbd.com and use code gossip to get a buy one, get one on all of their items. Enjoy. I'm B and I'm Amanda. Let's get into this week's tea. So this week, the Bravo and Cocktails inbox and the Bravo and Cocktails DMs have been overflowing with OC casting scoop. So many emails and DMs from, you know, a variety of sources regarding OC casting. So actually last week, Amanda, when we were recording, I know at the end of the episode, I said, oh my gosh, I'm getting more stuff. I wish I would have not held that thought and said it because I got confirmation that Noella and Dr. Jen were not coming back. So Dr. Jen, I think we all assume she really wasn't a reality personality, coupled with the fact that she has separation going on and a young family. It just made sense. But Noella, we thought was coming back. I mean, that was pretty much what everybody was saying. So we didn't say it on the show. Noella actually announced before I even got a chance to post, but I was able to post the Dr. Jen not coming back in enough time. She announced about an hour later. It's always funny when reality, especially on Bravo, they give them, they give the stars the opportunity to kind of announce their exit and they never confirm whether they were let go or they chose not to return. And I always think it's funny when they word it as if it was their choice when we know it wasn't. The only person I can even think of that 
actually admitted it was Teddy. Teddy went on her stories and was like, I was fired. That's the only person I can think of because they do usually say, oh, we're, you know, taking a pause or. Right. And I think Stassi and Kristen, it was announced because obviously it was a whole scandal around why they were let go. But even like Jax and Brittany acted like it was their decision. It has not been confirmed by anyone, but it has not been denied by her publicly either. So her and Teddy did take some time off of their pod, but I think that they just released an episode because I saw I saw a clip this morning when I was scrolling. With that said, Tamara's going to be on Watch What Happens Live. My educated guess is that we're going to get an announcement there because we have not heard a firm cast. We know the two are not coming back, but we have not heard a firm cast. They have to do something. I mean, Bravo has to do something. The magic is gone. And I think we recognize and they recognize that Tamara would be the spark that kind of gets it going again. Without her, I mean, how many seasons can they try new random people? Like it was Elizabeth Vargas. And then this year it was Dr. Jen. And it's like, something's got to give. Yeah, I totally agree. I don't believe in coincidences. I think the fact that Tamara is coming off very very well during this ultimate girls trip show. She's giving us that Tamara we love where she's partying and kind of letting loose, but she is, you know, standing up for herself. She's being that kind of genuine person. I just think she's really, she really is one of the best housewives. You know, she really speaks her mind. Absolutely. She, you know, stands up for her friends and, you know, and, you know, she's not afraid to stir the pot too, but she also calls people on their bullshit, you know, and like, she wouldn't say it necessarily on camera, but in a different way, she'll be like, stop, you know, she, I could totally see her saying to Noella, like, stop the bullshit and show us the real you versus putting on this act. So I think, you know, I hope that it's true. I think that this is probably, I think that, you know, we've been getting a ton of tea into the inboxes about this too. And so, you know, we, you and I have both learned that, you know, the more often, not always, but often, the more that we are hearing about something, the more likely it is to be true. Yeah. And, you know, our sources were right about the confirmation with the two of them. The other thing is Tamara, in addition to everything you said, which she brings, she also brings her real life. She doesn't hide anything. Even when she's had very difficult situations in her life, she has brought them. And that's an important component. You know, it's a recipe, right? It's a lot of little things. So cocktails and gossip, we want Tamara back. That is established. But so we're hearing other things. We're hearing there's another ex-housewife in limited capacity and a newbie connected to Emily and Heather. You know, so my question is, is it Alexis, which is one of the rumors? Could it be Taylor, who now lives in the OC? And we've speculated that maybe they would put her, I mean, put her on OC. We know that she was formerly on Beverly Hills. She's back in the Bravo universe after the Ultimate Girls trip. So could it be they both show up as friends? Their names, there's a lot of former OC housewives. Alexis and Taylor are the names that are coming up. You know, Taylor is a name that we threw into the mix because it made sense. But Alexis has been brought up by other sources. So I think it's certainly a possibility. I do believe Emily and Gina are back. I did hear Gina was demoted. 
I don't even know what their role is. They just there. The cast needs something. I, what are your thoughts? Well, I was going to ask you, do we know is if, if Heather is, are we hearing Heather's coming back? I haven't heard she isn't. Okay. I was just thinking about that because I mean, dear God, I hope it's not Alexis <laughs> unless she's gotten like a personality transplant. A lobotomy. <laughs> I think it needs to go the other way, but <laughs> she has just never been interesting to me. I just hated the way that she was just so overly subservient to her husband. Who I was like a class A wiener. I mean, a total wiener. <laughs> Such a dork. He and I don't know. I I don't know about you, but I always rate housewives based on who I'd want to hang out with. Same. And she is so far at the bottom of the list. And the reason I was asking about Heather is like, I think Heather with her, I think Heather is just like, ugh, I can't even deal with you. Right. So Emily, I go back and forth about. I, funny enough, I liked her more last season than I think I ever have. Gina, I've always actually liked that she keeps it real. I think you in the past have brought up such a good point, though, that, you know, yes, she's shown some of the painful stuff in her life, like the divorce, the domestic abuse stuff. It never felt like she was really going any deeper into the surface. It didn't feel like she was really sharing what was really going on. Mm-hmm. So it was always after she the fact, like, you know, like a, yes. she was like a season behind, like things happened in her life and <laughs> it was weird. Well, yeah, it was like, okay, I guess I have to talk about this right. because this all happened, you know, right. like, like her the DUI. DUI was and... public. Her domestic incident was public. The divorce was public. Right. And then she spoke on all of those things. The first season, it was like she played the part of a, a married woman whose husband traveled for business. So that was completely fake. Right. And and she doesn't have that aspirational thing that we all like to see. And that bothers too. me. I know, I like... Listen, and I know a lot of it is smoke and mirrors, but like, I don't want to watch my neighbor on TV. Right. (laughs) Right. I know. I know. And I want to see, I like, that's, I want to see the houses. I want to see the PJs. I want to see the tiny little Hermes bags. (laughs) I want to see all all of it. it. I want to see the price tags on it too, that Bravo so shadily does that I always enjoy. So, but back to Gina, we've been getting a lot of website stuff about her and her boyfriend. And I've posted a lot of this in, you know, in posts on the website. So, and again, she could have given us this last season because this is ongoing. Apparently, her boyfriend Travis and his ex-wife have a very contentious contentious divorce. They are not legally divorced, although they've been separated for a number of years. His ex-wife is all over social media posting negative things about both her ex and Gina. One of the things recently that I saw was that the court ordered that they not post her children, so the ex-wife and Travis's children, on social media, which Gina just boldly ignores and is always posting. You know, you wonder why a mother would do that. And I'm not, listen, in a situation like this, there's two sides and, you know, the truth, like we always say, is somewhere in the middle. It just seems a low blow. And another thing that I had heard, you know, on top of the fact that I heard that the boyfriend has a lot of legal issues, liens, owes money, not financially secure, I believe unemployed or 
was at last check unemployed. So there's all of that. None of that obviously has been on our screens. So originally, you know, Gina didn't want to talk about any of this stuff. The Travis ex-wife, the divorce, the the loans, his legal issues, his unemployment. She wanted to, and she was trying to curate, and I don't know if she still is, a storyline of her being friendly with her ex-husband's new girlfriend. So that was like the direction that I heard her storyline. She wanted it to go to. That wasn't enough. And that's where the rumors of being demoted came into play. So what sources are telling me is that she's like fully willing to put his dirt out there if it means full time. Well, and I mean, as we're hearing, if you start filming and you start in one place, you don't always end up you know, in in that place, you can get promoted, you can get demoted within a season. So, I mean, if she really brings it, then, you know, we'll, we're here for it. We'll, we'll listen. We'll watch. Absolutely. And the other thing is, I'm wondering, as I'm talking about her, whatever happened with her skincare, I heard about it on the show and I've never seen or heard anything about it, oh, yeah. a la Whitney Rose. <laughs> I know. Good point. I have no idea. I don't even remember what it was called. So we'll have to see. We'll have to check it out. So changing topics, because I was texting you about this yesterday. One of the things that I think both of us do is like first thing when we wake up, we look to see kind of what's come into the email inbox from the website. And we got this thing the other morning that I was like, what the heck is this? And it was about Andy Cohen and John Mayer, as we know that they're good friends. And there was some sort of allusion to the fact that they have hooked up. What, you know, like, what um, do you, what do we know about this? Amanda, I, for mo- I mean, over a year, I always get questions about this. Apparently it's a rumor that's been circulating. And if you watched what happens live, Andy's answer did make it seem like, they had been more than friends. I mean, he didn't confirm it, but it was a very sexually charged response on both parts. John even was like, I love you in a flirty way. They are great friends. Watching that episode, I mean, I really saw the attraction that so many of my followers have mentioned and told me was rumored. It's funny because when they when when my followers first said it to me, I was like, this is like a far-fetched thing. I mean, I'm not a huge John Mayer stan. Certainly, I like his music and everything. What I do know about him is he has this laundry list of famous, beautiful ex-girlfriends. So I always just thought of him, you know, as like a playboy in Hollywood. I didn't know that, you know, he was possibly a sexually fluid playboy in Hollywood, which makes him much more interesting to me, (laughs) certainly. But I don't know that they'll ever fully confirm it, you know? I think it's going to remain one of these things that we all think and they'll keep suggesting and joking. But I got, oh, I I don't know. Did you... you no, if you saw the you sent me email. the video. Oh, I did was send that? you the video. I did send you. You did, video. yeah, you did. After I asked you about it, and so I watched it, and they were asking. It was a new. I think she must be on the new below deck, and you're asking her to rate somebody from one to ten, and she said somebody's a generous three, and John says Andy's got a generous three, yes. and then Andy says. You didn't seem to complain about it before or something along those lines. I mean, and that like the banter then continued. It went like it was. But also their body language when they were saying yes. it, like more their tone that they were saying it in and their body language was very sexually charged. Well, I 
I don't know. I think that maybe I'm in the minority here. After watching the video, I definitely changed my mind a little bit, but I do believe gay men can have close, straight friends. Sure. I think John Mayer is incredibly intelligent. I think Andy is incredibly intelligent. And I think they could just be trolling us because they've heard the rumors right. too. Right. I don't know. I, you know, there, I, think John Mayer, I used to go to a lot more of his shows when I was in my 20s. And I don't know if I ever told you that I met him, but I'm not telling that story today. Oh, maybe this will be a juicy one for another day, Amanda. Maybe. It's not that juicy. Don't get too excited. (laughs) You know, my friend, one of my friends from college is from Connecticut, and she went to high school with him. He actually was her older brother's age, but yeah, so I have a little John Mayer connection as well. Well, I mean, it's like a sixth degree John Mayer connection, but wait, I got another email. We haven't discussed this when we were on the phone yesterday. So I got an email that said Andy was on set filming a scene for Gossip Girl and that there was a housewife there. So Hmm. the person was like, said they heard it was NeNe. In my mind, I'm like, how could it be Nini with all of the lawsuits? Like, that doesn't make sense. No. So then I was thinking, if I had a guess, who would I guess? So I'm thinking, well, it has to be, well, it doesn't have to be somebody that lives nearby because anybody can fly in. But like, for some reason, I, Teresa popped up because she's obviously like such an iconic in the way that Nini is like first name, you know, anybody would know she's a housewife, right? So if you're not a Bravo fan and you're watching Gossip Girl, you would definitely, she would have facial recognition, name recognition. But we do know that he filmed a scene for Gossip Girl with a housewife. So I think that's pretty cool. And I'm excited to hear who it's about. I totally don't think it's Nini too. Because I think if this lawsuit's really happening, they can't be in the same place, I would think. Right. Doesn't, the, yeah. yeah, doesn't make sense. So there were a couple different, you know, I got that from a couple of people that he was filming for Gossip Girl. So I'm going to say that's true. And it would make sense that a housewife was with him. My yeah. gut said Teresa or one of the Roni housewives. But and we're Sonia. Gonna, we're, we're going to talk about this in a little while, but Sonia's already filming. So if this was yesterday, oh, it can't that's be. Right. That's why I kind of went to Teresa. He's not going to pick Ramona. She's too polarizing at this point. Lou is with Sonia. So, like, who else is East Coast? Like, you know, they love Tinsley. Oh, and we also know she just backed out of the real Ultimate Girls trip, which we're going to get to later in the pod. So that makes sense. I I don't know. And she's so Gossip Girl. Wasn't she, like, in Gossip Girl or narrated Gossip Girl? She had something to do with Gossip Girl. I just think of, like... Yeah, I don't know, but she's, yeah, that one, she would make sense. I mean, she's Sonia real life- would have totally made sense, but you're right. She's filming. Right. With and Louis she's Anne. like the real life gossip girl. Like that is how she grew up a private school. Like, well, she went to boarding when she was older, but that whole socialite rich New York city. Oh my God. That makes sense. I think you cracked it. I, I bet it's be. Tinsley. I bet it is. I and mean, maybe yes. that's why she backed out. Who knows? Maybe she's like, I'd rather do gossip girl. But, you know, it's so funny because I think, you know, when you and I are either talking or recording, it never fails that something happens. And so when we were talking on the phone on Monday, literally during the conversation, the news broke about Jen Shaw. We were like, let's get off the phone and read what the hell's happening. I mean, I stopped everything after we got off the phone and read the statements that she she and the judge went back and forth and my jaw dropped. 
And, you know, last week, you and I, we spoke a lot about her impending trial. And again, want to shout out the Bravo docket. They are Bravo fans who have a podcast. They're attorneys. They break this stuff down into layman's terms. So, you know, there we are minding our own business. And she pop, it pops up on all of our, you know, social media feeds. She went to, she went to court and she, they are still filming. Okay. So that's a BNC exclusive. I posted that because a very credible source let me know that cameras are still rolling. So she shows up to court and she doesn't tell production. I do know that all of the ladies' reactions have been filmed. We will see it all. But she pulled a fast one. Obviously, we know they can't go in, right? Cameras can't go in. But we saw with Teresa and Juicy Joe. They watch, you know, they film her going in. They film her coming out. We're not going to get that. I'm hearing it was truly a last-minute decision. I'm sure a Bravo camera, I mean, it's New York City, could have got there. But for some reason, she didn't tell them. So... The reason she pled guilty is to time serve and how expensive lawyers are. These these are all things we're hearing. And again, we're going to have to flush this out as time goes. Well, and we've seen pictures of Heather and Meredith Marks with Jen in New York. And we saw a camera crew in the background of some of those pictures. So just the day before, Meredith, who was with her in New York City, was defending her on Instagram, saying innocent until proven guilty. So this was like... Totally from left field. No one knew it was happening. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know about you, but I I was laughing yesterday when I was thinking about this. I'm like, how many of us pulled out our phone calculators and did 168 <laughs> divided by 12? <12? laughs> because I was like, wait, how? So that is the... I guess like the details are going back to kind of why we think that she pled guilty. She was looking at 30 years. And if she pled guilty before the trial, they said they would cut it down to 168 or possibly less. So that is 14 14 years is what it could be. We're seeing a lot of conjecture kind of going back and forth. Right. I don't, you know, I kind of wonder if she had been thinking about this for a while and maybe hadn't made the decision. But we talked a few weeks ago, like quite a few weeks ago, about what her possible motivations would be for not providing her own evidence. Because if you guys will remember, she made they her side made the decision to not bring the evidence because you had to do it by a certain date and then the prosecution can see and then the prosecution had to show their side of evidence. But I think she was trying to get away with not having to film it. I'm going to be honest with you because we had heard that they wrapped, but we do know that they have this. It's all filmed. So I think Bravo was smart enough to know that this was so close. I don't think anyone predicted that she was going to do this, but cameras were still up in the instance that she did because it was only a couple of weeks apart. So had they fully wrapped, none of this would have been captured. I personally think that was her goal. Well, I think, I mean, some of the most, you know, jaw dropping admissions when she, you know she had to say to the court she knew she was targeting a more vulnerable age group she agreed to forfeit six million dollars and then also pay back nine million dollars in restitution Oof. she admitted she knew that was wrong and then there's that the 30 years that it could have been that she knows that she would only be sentenced to 14 but part of that 
she has to agree that she will not appeal if she gets that lesser sentence. So reading what I have read, you with federal cases, you have to serve 85% of your sentence. So what this is saying to me, and I am by no means any kind of legal anything, if 14 years is is around what she may get and she has to that is the lesser sentence and she has to serve 85% of that i mean this is we're talking about over 10 years yeah and you know a lot of my followers shout out to all the attorneys who who are cocktailers and they all were in agree- in agreement because i posted like i said you know somebody said i'm thinking 10 plus the amount of money she has to repay leads me to believe that and then you know i was flooded with lawyers agreeing. One of my followers and people went crazy over this said they were talking with their friend's dad, who's a Supreme court judge. And he said the same. And you know what? I didn't even, I should have probably said like, Oh yeah, (laughs) where's your Supreme court judge. (laughs) But basically the consensus, the consensus is 10 plus. And they have strong stances as they should on this type of crime. I mean, you're targeting the most vulnerable people. Fashion is such a big part of so many of our favorite reality TV shows, from iconic interview looks to reunions where the entire cast made questionable fashion choices. Let's not name any names, wink, wink. We love the fashion of reality TV, which is why we love Tinsley Allison Designs, a brand you've seen worn by your favorite reality stars. They make clothing, accessories, and even items for your furry friends. All are handmade. Plus, many of their items are also sustainably made as they take previously loved fashion items from high-end luxury brands and use that material to create headbands and other cute items. They also have the cutest caftans for summer right now. Our friends at Tinsley Allison Designs want to extend a special discount to the cocktailers. Use code BRAVO to get 25% off site-wide when you go to TinsleyAllisonDesigns.com. Shop TinsleyAllisonDesigns.com, T-I-N-S-L-E-Y-A-L-L-I-S-O-N-D-E-S-I-G-N-S.com and use code BRAVO for 25% off. Happy shopping! And another blind that I posted, well, it's not really blind, excuse me, it's just a post, is that someone shared with me that the the Shah business model, not only are you targeting the elderly, but these quote unquote companies also recruit, by recruit, we mean take advantage of people in early recovery from drug addictions, as well as felons looking for employment after serving. They work on the coal floors. These are people with little option of being hired elsewhere. And, you know, they're enticed by the massive amount of monies they could make. This person said, I watched some of these places come under fire, close up shop and reopen under different names. So, you know, she's not the first. She didn't invent this wheel. This is something that goes on. And what it does is it not only targets the elderly, but it also employs a vulnerable, vulnerable population of recovering addicts and people who have served their time and are now out looking for an employment. And we know felons don't have the easiest time of finding a job. So, I mean, did you read too that, and I might have this slight detail off, but it said that Jen 
never had bank access. She was never like on any of the banking stuff. They paid her through a credit card. I mean, that is shady. I mean, that is one of the biggest red flags that, I mean, odd. And that somebody wouldn't have access to their own company's bank account. Like, it doesn't make sense. I, well, it does if you want plausible deniability, right? right. right. It doesn't make sense Shikes. for us normal, you know, normal, legally employed folk, but. Right, right. I mean, anybody who has a business is going to want to have access to the bank so they can see that things are coming in and going out as they should. Odd. Anyway. So we've I all think- got our eyes on that and, you know, we'll update you guys as we find out more info and what a wild ride this has been. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, part of it too, just one other thing about why she might have pled guilty is I'm imagining she is hoping that less information comes out. Cause I would guess that if the case went through, we would all hear every single detail and that that might not, that might not be happening, I guess now. So, well, Bravo's not waiting 10 years for her to get out. So, <laughs> no. You know, no, no, we'll go on without her. It will. So you posted a picture earlier this week of Lenny and Lisa in Miami having a birthday party for their son. Yeah. So, you know, it was interesting. First, somebody sent me one of the other housewives. I forget which one, maybe Larsa posted a video of them singing happy birthday. And it was so sad because on one side is Lisa with her daughter holding her and the little boy standing in front of his cake. And all the way on the other side is Lenny. And obviously it was, it was just uncomfortable to even view. It just seemed so non-copacetic. But the next day he posted a picture from their son's birthday of the family of four. So it was him, Lisa, both kids, you know, Right away, my source, who's connected to the situation, wanted me to make it known that, make no mistake, this is all for the courts and for his public image. As a matter of fact, one of my followers recently had work done by him, and she said that in his office, he still has photos all over of him and his wife. Of course, it could be that he hasn't taken them down, but... The more likely scenario is that he's making a show of this for a business aspect. Let's not forget, and we've spoke at length about this, you know, the mommy makeover crowd doesn't want to go to a a guy who's dogging out his wife and mistreating her and cheating on her publicly and doing this to his family. So it only makes sense that he's going to want to try to create a civil, friendly public image. Right. And he he is the one who has... So much more to lose in this. And mm-hmm. by the way, speaking of that picture, Lisa looks amazing in that picture. I'm Gorgeous. like, good for you, girl. Good for you. I mean, Lenny, I just, we see you, dude. You're a cheater. We see you next. I'm ugh, grossed out by him. But there's been, I swear, there has been so much it's coming in this week that's just kind of all over the place. <laughs> so this one came out of absolutely nowhere. Nowhere. Uh, the, there is a scandal brewing in South Carolina. And it's not just one email. It's a lot of emails. And apparently some news outlets are covering it as well. And there is a Southern Charm connection, too. 
So, I mean, here I am, I'm minding my own business, trying to have a pool day and I'm getting these emails and I'm like, I'll look at them later. But then I'm like, I have to sit down and process this because followers started sending me other stuff. So, I, you know, began circulating. So, I, you know, I'm not even going to name names, <laughs> Yeah, but I'll just say it's very mess- messy and it's really politics really are mirroring reality TV. Yeah. <laughs> so some of the top points, a South Carolina congressman who is married who is married, has allegedly been having an affair with a socialite who is also married. The socialite's husband found out and is spilling everything on his Instagram account to the point where he got his account taken down. Allegedly, the socialite tried to have the congressman use his connections to falsely accuse the socialite's husband of things that she would get the upper hand in a custody battle. And so you guys are saying, B, Amanda, why do we care about a messy, I mean, we care, we know cocktailers love to hear drama, but like, what has this got to do with reality pop culture? Well, the socialite just so happens to be very good friends with some of the Southern charm castmates, Amanda. (laughs) Yes. And she, so I guess she has a pretty like decent, following on Instagram herself mm-hmm. and the husband, I don't know if you saw any of the videos cause the stuff got taken down, but I saw a couple of things. I mean, he's, he's getting messy yes. and like he says like, she's been trying to get on Bravo. Yes. And like, I mean, he's, he's a scorned man. Like you kind of understand it, but also like I legitimately pissed off because I think some of the charges I want to say kidnap. I saw kidnapping and like he's saying it's all false and that the wife, you know, the socialite was trying to, you know, have these connections, connections made. There were text exchanges that got posted between the congressman and the socialite's husband back and forth. And something tells me me the congressman has cocktails with Thomas Ravenel every now and then. (laughs) Yes. I I am looking at this and you and I have talked about this that we can never believe anybody would ever put anything in writing in right. DM or in email or in text cuz of course it's going to come back to bite you in the ass mm-hmm. and here we go kids because look up the articles they'll they'll be served up to you on a silver platter and you just wouldn't even believe that this that people would text or DM each other this kind of stuff because of so course good. it's going to get posted for all of us to read and it's unfolding like as we speak it's it's getting messier so do google the you know the socialite and the congressman from south carolina it's it's good stuff <laughs> we actually linked to one of the news articles in on the website so you can look on the posts about the subject too and then you'll see cuz this news outlet out of I believe out of South Carolina is covering this pretty closely. So I think this is going to become a bigger news thing. So, and she may finally get her seat on Southern charm. (laughs) Yeah. Who knows? And like, I guess another area of messiness, once again, you and I were chatting yesterday and then TMZ breaks the story about, I mean, Again, add this to the file of things we just wish were not true. That Chloe is having another baby via surrogate with Tristan. So So heartbreaking. Somebody 
sent me the TMZ. Shout out to TMZ. They were the people who broke this story. And somebody sent it to me and my jaw just dropped. And I, I, I immediately, I think what we all did was we tried to, we tried to nail down, we tried to nail down the timeline, right? So what we, what we, once we sat and we, we all read it through and then actually, you know, she made or her people made a statement. So the surrogate was in process in November. The surrogate was pregnant in November. She did not, as we know from their show, she did not know about this until December. So he had another woman pregnant. Now, Chloe was not privy to this. But he was, and he planned, and he went through, and there's, you know, all different steps to do a surrogate. And he did all of this and never once mentioned to Chloe. Clearly, you know, when she found out the news, I mean, she would have been upset anyway, but it does make sense, the magnitude of the devastation, because it it's another deeper level of deceit. He not only got another woman pregnant, but he just spent months working through a sur surrogacy and and finding the surrogate and and all of the many steps you need to take oh my gosh right we're in the middle of summer now and thank goodness for freedom natural deodorant it's keeping me from being stinky at the pool my kids sports and at parties all the fun things that we do in the summer. I'm still a little shocked at how well Freedom Natural Deodorant works for me. The founder created it after she tried other natural deodorants that just didn't work. My favorite scent is the Bergamot Mint, but they also make it in Lavender Citrus, Frankincense Peach, and Unscented. They have natural antibacterial wipes and shower sprays too. Freedom products are aluminum-free, cruelty-free, chemical-free, vegan, and like I said, they really work. You can buy them at freedomdeodorant.com, and we got a special discount for our cocktailers. Use code GOSSIP for 20% off. So go to freedomdeodorant.com and use code GOSSIP for 20% off your purchase. Find your freedom today. You guys, I have not been through surrogacy, but I do have friends who have a very close friend of mine. I know a lot about this. And let me just tell you guys, as you can imagine, there is so much paperwork. There is so much money being spent, so much financial stuff. You're literally putting money in escrow like you would for a house. Mm -hmm. You're citing all this paperwork. You're seeing all these tests come through. You're Zoom meeting with all of these surrogates. There's all these discussions. There's all these this legal paperwork. It is all consuming. If you've ever gone through buying a house, take that times like 30 because you're and you're, add you're all the emotions human. that go involved because, you know, it's not a tangible thing. It's a child. So, yes. And all of that. And just having seen, you know, what especially my, my close friend went through because I would talk to her every day about it. Seeing that, I just cannot imagine that somebody who has just been through that goes out and then fuck some other woman right. without a condom. And knows like, she's pregnant. I, and knows she's pregnant and doesn't tell me. Because here's the thing. And so I want to jump in here because something that somebody else, you know, a big a fan of the Kardashians shared is that on the show, if what they said on the show was true, it's that 
They turned all of her eggs from her lash retrieval into embryos to increase the chances they'd stay viable through the unfreezing process. Right. Apparently, what she shared on the show was that with her health issues during the lash retrieval, she couldn't do another round. She was told that she was extremely high risk if she carried a pregnancy. So basically, even after the cheating, it seems like if she wanted to have another child using her egg, she had no choice but to use what she had saved which would be Tristan's child regardless. So she may have ultimately made the decision if she wanted another child, cheating aside whatever it is, to have it because those are the eggs she has. That's what she can use. So him not disclosing it just, and you know, the press can be brutal. And I know a lot of people feel like, you know, this family, they make themselves public, but this is like, this is something that no, you know, woman should have to deal with, let alone publicly, especially it's not like he got somebody pregnant and he didn't know, right? The girl just showed up in December and said it, you know, maybe we'd feel a little differently. Obviously he's still a cheater, but the fact that he knew it, it's so deceitful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's he was cruel. Trying to get her to sign paperwork and then he was denying it. And then I, and like, it, why does he only want cruel. something to do with his rich baby mother and kid? Why does he only want something to do with the Kardashians who are like the most well-known family, arguably in the country? What does he ever see the other kid that he had before true? I know he hasn't met the, the one he had in December. I mean, I know the word narcissist gets thrown around a lot, mm-hmm. but I mean, narcissists don't think they'll get caught. They don't think they should be held to the same rules as other people. And you know, who is more helpful to his, you know, image and to, to his gain, you know, is it Chloe and the Kardashians or is it random woman in Houston? But so like, and I don't know, and we don't know Chloe's thoughts. I think that when she did the surrogacy, they were, you know, back together. And ultimately she may have decided if she wanted another child to just to use her embryo and what have you, if those were her options. But like, she has to realize that he spends more time with, I mean, even forgetting the child that he had when he was with Chloe in December, there was a child before that. And from, you know, what sources say, he doesn't have a relationship with that child. So what, you know, don't you feel that you're being used? Don't you, you know? Ah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He knows like, he knows where his bread is buttered. Mm. And I don't know. I just, again, just, just, I don't, I don't get this and I don't understand, you know, having, especially from Chloe's perspective, I think she really did wait and put up walls and, you know, he was like just trying and trying and trying and trying. And she's like, okay, I, you know, I think really this time he means it. Right. And he just doesn't. So I feel for her, but I am so happy for them for Chloe and the Kardashians, not for her. And you did hear, <laughs> I don't think we baby. said this yet. So I, a source tells me it's a boy. So I posted that. Let's see. Hopefully that's, that's a win for B and C. Let's see. <laughs> yep. Well, and I can't wait to hear the name and I'm just happy for her because I know too, that she really wanted true to have a sibling. So right. So that, you know, she's getting that and that, you know, there's, she's a great mom. That kid is, you know, is, is going to be very much loved and very much celebrated. So there's some, a lot of positive things coming out of this as well. So kind of moving on, but, you know, I am the resident data nerd here and love to kind of see 
where our website readers are from because we can see on the website we can't see who you guys are but we can see we have a big concentration of website readers in nashville which is why we always love the country tea so talking yesterday saying we are getting some requests for some new country tea i think we have some we did we got one so i you know i put out the bat signal the cocktailer signal. I was like, my people want some country tea and I got a good one. So here's a blind for us. Exclusive to the pod. It says, this is pathetic. They both swing, but not with each other. And I know for a fact because he and I messed around with each other when he was still playing ball. They have an open relationship. That is that. I still keep in contact with him and he himself verified that the COVID thing was a fake and she wasn't selling that many tickets. She just doesn't have that many fans. What she did to her brother's wife is absolutely true. And she posted a thing about it not long ago. That was all a big lie. They deserve each other. I wholeheartedly believe they stay together for the kids. Anyway, interesting. I think there's been a lot of whispers around about that couple, if it's the one that I am thinking of. So speaking of them, and there's some, the word dehydrated uses, it gets used a lot about the person we were just talking about. There's another dehydrated reality couple that we have been hearing about. So this couple, okay, first of all, The wife looks just like his ex-wife, okay? They're doppelgangers. I mean, you couldn't tell them apart. They got married. It was like a two-year engagement that we all had to suffer through various pictures, weird tattoos, like very weird tattoos about like him being her master. Very weird stuff. So yesterday we see a photo. They announced their pregnancy. We all knew it was coming and we knew they would take this time to get their people spread and all the media coverage that comes because they just love any media coverage. Well, I, Amanda, I'm sure you read it, but (laughs) she wore a fake bump. Yes. Okay. So for the photo shoot, rumor has it, she wore a fake bump. She's not due until late January and she's, you know, a thin woman and it's her first child. She's not showing. As a matter of fact, someone sent a picture from a week prior and she's flat as a board. So obviously they want their attention. So she wore a prosthetic pregnancy bomb. You just can't make this shit up. I swear to God. So then, okay, so they're thirsty, but the ex-wife just as thirsty on cue. So people releases this. It's all over. You see the ex-wife in a yoga pose doing namaste. I mean, minutes after the pregnancy announcement, you know, from my view, I don't I don't have any followers who are like, oh, why do you tease them? They're so not like everybody pokes fun and is laughing at them. So the couple have a new reality show, you know, one of these house flip flop remodel. I don't know. You wonder who the heck's watching this stuff if nobody likes them. Maybe they tune in just to roll their eyes. <laughs> you know, when I go into my bank, they always have HGTV on. <laughs> Yes. It gets like, <laughs> so maybe it's, there's a lot of bank viewership. And nail salons too. Like it's like those kinds, yeah. like elevator music, right? Right. Like, like if really you know nobody's going to but... say a curse word or right. like have any like controversial content. I don't know. I totally agree. And you know, the funny thing about all of this is I have been pregnant and 
I enjoyed every single minute that I didn't have to wear a maternity pant. So I was loving it until I started showing. Right. And not that I hated showing, but it's nice to be able to wear your normal clothes. So I just I think it's hilarious. And she's wearing it in this picture. She's wearing a dress and he's kissing the stomach and he's kissing the prosthetic bump. <laughs> the prosthetic bump. Right and like, how does that it work? Is. Do they go to like a Hollywood set and borrow one? I don't know. I, I, these are all questions that I mean, I would love to have the answer from like a true confession of like, I wore a fake bunk my whole pregnancy. Like, right. where the, I would, I mean, I would imagine you can buy just about anything on Amazon. I'm guessing that's, that's probably I, where I, they I've got never it. looked for one, so I guess you can. Well, I think there will be a few of us, including me, after this podcast yeah, that look will that be looking that up. I, I'm curious. People it is Prime Day today. <laughs> so the other thing that's been talked about a lot, and this has been something we have chatted about quite a bit, and then there's more and more press coverage going around about it. It feels like there's, I mean, Teresa's lawyer has gone and talked about this. There's, again, where there's smoke, there's fire. And there's a lot of people talking this week about what's been happening between Teresa, Louis, Dina and her husband mm-hmm. and whether Dina's coming to the wedding and reasons why she's not coming to the wedding. Like, what do you, is the spin? What's happening? So by all accounts, Teresa's having a very good season. The ladies are all liking Louie. He seems to have rehabbed his image. So obviously she's happy. She's coasting through, looking forward to her wedding. And then there's the fallout with Dina. And again, we don't know the details, but we do know that there was a fallout, uh, you know, rumored, 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 right? The absolute last thing she wants is any negative focus or mention, especially on the show. And we do know that Instagram rumors got her in trouble last season. So even though Dina isn't filming with her, it's possible somebody could bring up stuff they read online, right? So she is spinning it. She's saying there was no fallout. It's just that Dina doesn't want to be filmed. So all of a sudden, I mean... It's all, we always knew it was going to be filmed in some capacity, right? The woman's been on reality TV for 20 years. It's going to be filmed. Right. Dina knew this. Dina agreed to be the maid of honor. Now the spin that they're saying is that it's not that she doesn't, it's not they're on great terms. It's that she doesn't want to be filmed. You know, the thing about that is that we know as viewers that Bravo very often films people that either don't want to be or whatever aren't shown. I mean, we watched Alex get edited out of a full season of Summer House. (laughs) You know, we've watched other housewives. We watched What's-Her-Face Tracy get edited out of the reunion. There are ways around it, certainly. So, you know, I think they did have a fallout. And then we get an email, as we often do, (laughs) which basically alludes to the fact that a certain somebody... Okay. Should I read the email? Yeah, read it. Okay. From fake news, email jerseybullshit at gmail.com. Subject, NJ bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) News is spreading that a New Jersey alum isn't coming to the wedding of her BFF since it will be filmed for the new season. 100% false. Alum went back on Bravo bad. They had a falling out and now... The BFF is trying to cover it up in the media so the truth will not be exposed. 
I mean, I'll be honest, it's the first I've heard about her wanting to come back. So, I mean, I don't know. Take that for what it is. I do think there was a fallout. Because if there wasn't, why wouldn't the other party speak? Why is it only Teresa speaking about it? I don't know. I think all signs point back to Louie <laughs> and something happening mm-hmm. on that trip. Because we know that Dina was there on the trip and her husband, I think, was there, too, Anyway, who knows? Again, totally conjecture. And that email is a pod exclusive. I haven't posted it to the site. Uh, You know, I'm going to see what else comes in on that. But I mean, keep your ears open. They're still filming, baby. Well, and the wedding is a few weeks away. It's August, what is that, 8th, right? 10th? So here's another thing. And I know like the BravoCon, the the tickets are going on sale and there's a list of people going. All of the Jersey husbands are listed, but Louis isn't listed. So I don't know if it's an oversight, but I can't imagine he wouldn't want the attention. I don't know what that's about. Hmm. Or maybe he's holding out for more money, I think. Maybe. Or or maybe they're going on a trip around the world <laughs> and won't be back from their honeymoon yet. <laughs> I believe she's listed. She'll be there. Yeah, I think she will be too. So we were talking a minute earlier about Sonia and Luann filming. So we've gotten some photos and they have been filming their show. So why don't you share the email from that? So one of my followers, one of our cocktailers has pictures of Luann and Sonia as they begin filming their new show. It is being filmed in Benton, Illinois. They have them staying at a super old motel in town. What this follower said is, I hope it's not a setup for the community to be painted in a negative light. One of the producers, according to this follower, is a native of Benton. I mean, when I heard this, Amanda, I immediately shit's creek flashed in front of my face. Like the motel, the like middle America. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that that's a mistake. I think that that is... Probably I can even imagine the pitch meeting, like imagine, you know, Schitt's Creek, but reality TV with Sonia and Luann, like I can, I can already see it, but those two are actually kind of perfect for this because I think Sonia is just going to kind of go with it and Luann will play along and get into it too. So I think it'll be fun. I think super, it'll be super fun. fun to watch. It's going to be like a simple lifestyle reality show. You know, glamorous friends are going to live together in a middle American town and mingle with the regular folk. What, you know, what I'm hoping, and I agree with a lot of my followers said is it seems fun, but I hope they don't like, I'm going to like bash the town or or do anything like that because I just think that'd be tacky. But otherwise, I'm excited to watch. I think it's going to be an easy, fun watch. I think they'll, well, Luann's not drinking, but I think there'll be a lot of Sonya drinking and silliness. Yeah. I mean, there'll be, I think you're right. They've got to watch the tone and make sure that like the townspeople aren't the butt of the joke. I think it like Sonya is so good at letting herself be the butt of the joke and Luann knows that she's kind of the butt of the joke a lot of the time right. too. So hopefully they're able so, to flip it a little bit. Yeah. And I think that would actually make for a really good show. And I mean, we can all think about the iconic Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton milking the cow yes. in their milkmaid outlets outfits. Like I think seeing seeing something like that would be absolutely hilarious. I agree. I agree. 
Okay, so so much happening. Okay, this other totally changing the subject again, but housewife related. We just saw yesterday that Erica Jane, the guy. So if you guys follow any really any of the accounts that talk about what's happening with this court case, Ronald Richards is a lawyer who has now kind of taken this role of breaking news and commenting on stuff that is happening in the legal world with cases. He was actually attached in some way to the Tom Girardi, Girardi Keese case, Mm -hmm. but is no longer. But there has been all this, I mean, real Instagram and Twitter beef where Erica has been going after his wife and saying some extremely vulgar things. And I mean, talk about like Erica is getting in, like getting into the sauce, I think at night again, like why do these people put stuff in writing? I don't get it. But the news we just saw yesterday is that Ronald Richards and his wife, and it's very interesting to me. He was very clear to say, I am my wife. And post the actual offer mm-hmm. to buy Erica's house, Erica and Tom's house, they have offered $6.9 million. So he says, since our offer will be part of any motion to approve, we are releasing it now. So you are aware at Lauren Boyette Richards and I are attempting to purchase at the Pretty Messes house from the trustee. This is so our followers can see how the victim's money was spent and to get a piece of the decadence. We will also use it for a public forum on First Amendment activities, something Erica and her legal team strongly are against. They want secret hearings and trials, not public scrutiny. We will have depo- we will have her deposition there along with other players in the case. Ultimately, the property will be rehabbed and liquidated after the estate proceeds are dispersed. We are hopeful there are no further delays in settling this deteriorating asset that is having its equity eroded on a monthly basis. Let's finally make a deal. Full purchase agreement in link in bio. B. (laughs) You know, a lot of followers feel that this attorney is like obsessed with her. I mean, we all know they battle on social media. You know, most recently, as you pointed out, she's even battling with the wife, inboxing her some real nasty stuff. And now they're buying her house. I don't know. From that statement you read, Amanda, it sounds like this is some sort of effort to help the victims. But if you look at his Instagram or his Twitter, every post is about Erica and Tom and the case. You know, to me, it does seem that an attorney, and he's no longer working on the case, but that he's so public and and so outspoken. You know, Erica is who she is, but attorneys have to abide by a different, you know, set of rules than your average citizen, right? You know, ultimately, you right. don't want any disciplinary action against you. And some of this stuff... I don't know. And again, I'm not an attorney. I don't play one on TV. I'm just saying it just seems out of the character of a typical attorney to be so, I don't know, petty. Petty. So petty. I think it is the pettiest of the petty. Yes. It's it's petty. Petty Pettersons. <laughs> and then, I mean, we are like so all over the place today. So yeah, that's the Erica Jane. I mean, let's see if this guy actually buys the place. It sounds like he's going to. 
Well, I think, I don't know if they have to take the offer. So it'll be interesting to see if they do. And I read somewhere else that he's talking about making this like a museum where people can kind of come in and see it. So I'm imagining he's got some sort of money-making scheme to go with it. Right. Like, it can't be like, does he have the money to open a museum and have it be like a community museum that he pays to operate? Or is this another scheme? (laughs) Well, and I just think it's it's super mean spirited too. I I mean, obviously Erica's saying some really shitty things too, but assuming she didn't know anything about what was going on, which is the ongoing question, which we do not know the answer to. Right. If she did not know, to then have somebody who, you know, comes out and just says, I don't, you know, I, I hate you and I'm exposing you. Letting the public in to traipse through your old house. I mean, that's just, ugh, that's just like a whole extra level of just mean spirited and pettiness. Agreed. I don't know. So speaking of Tinsley earlier, we had a, we had a blind or, or actually a piece of scoop last week or the week before saying that we had heard Tinsley was a surprise extra on the ultimate girls trip three in Thailand. And we just heard breaking yesterday. No, breaking news. No, not even yesterday, Amanda. Like literally I added this in right before we started recording. My friend shout out to Bravo by gaze posted that Porsche is taking Tinsley's place in Thailand. So, I mean, I think it'll be interesting because Portia has Giselle who, you know, they were, they were colleagues on the Bravo chat room or whatever that was called. So they're friends. Now Giselle already has Candace. It could be a very strong alliance. I don't know how well Portia knows Candace and how they'll mesh, but, you know, Giselle is the mutual. So if the three of them mesh, that is a very strong alliance. So now our final cast on, they're filming in Thailand. They haven't started yet. It's supposed to be the 14th. Cameras may be rolling as we speak. Final cast is Marisol, Alexia, Candice, Giselle, Leah, Whitney, Heather, and Portia. And so Leah will not have any New York castmates to kind of lean on. She's going to be an island, which I don't know is probably not going to be the best for her. I feel like if she had a Tinsley, you know, Tinsley could kind of talk her off the ledge, sort of like how Tamara has been with Vicky, kind yeah. of just helping manage Vicky a little bit. So I wonder how she'll fit. Cause now remember what we know is that Whitney and Heather are at odds. So I can almost see Leah going with one of them and then the other going with another. So in other words, let's say mm-hmm. Leah befriends Whitney, our Whitney or Heather, then so let's say Leah befriends Whitney. Maybe Heather would go with Candace, Giselle, and Portia, or Marisol and Alexia. So I think we're going to see Leah team with one of the Salt Lake City girls, and then the uh, whichever other Salt Lake City girl will go to one mm-hmm. of the other alliances. That's my vision. I think it'll be... I mean, I am really excited that they're going somewhere super exotic and... Somewhere that's going to be just really fun, eye candy. Thailand has some of the most beautiful beaches in the world, so I think it'll be it'll be good. And Portia is, I think, I think it's a strategic move for Portia because Portia, according to what I've read, her 
spinoff show didn't do so so well and so this could be Portia just trying to keep her toe in it say hey guys I'm still good TV when I'm with the other housewives I hear she regrets leaving Atlanta I have a source that shared that with me I think the door's always open for her God knows we'd all love a Drew replacement so Portia girl we're ready come back (laughs) yeah yeah and I honestly I would rather see Portia I think Tinsley is like, I love seeing her fashion. She just doesn't bring it like Portia does. And I mean, there are some sharp ass tongues in, I mean, look at that list. I mean, Marisol, sharp tongue. Candace, Giselle, Portia. I mean, and then Alexia. (laughs) Yeah, Alexia. I mean, mean, the only common was Tinsley. That's true. That's actually true. So there's going to be, I don't no, know, like, you know, like Phaedra kind of played that role of like the mediator and we saw Eva do it a little bit. There's going to be none of that. It's just going to be a lot of spiciness. I think Heather, I bet Heather will be try to be the mediator. I think Whitney is going to be the one who is in over her head, but we'll see. Yeah, but she loves camera time, so she'll do what she's got to do. That's true. She'll like... Yeah. But now, you know, can be bikinis. so many things came out since we spoke yesterday and planned the pod and we added so much, but this is our real juice. Real tea yeah. is about to be spilled right now, Amanda. Go for it. So this is an email that I received. This is a pod exclusive. And this is us crossing our fingers that it's true. <laughs> so from Andrew from St. Louis, email radioandy at SiriusXM.com. Obviously, that this is made up, guys, right? We don't think that Andy really emailed us. Andy is not emailing us. No, maybe one day. <laughs> Subject, a brand new New York. Please keep me anonymous as I work closely with the franchise. Expect Bravo-related outlets to try and shoot this down as soon as you release. Likely, usual culprits will tweet this is false. They are trying to keep everything quiet right now. The brand new Roni cast has been chosen. So I believe they're talking about the new one. This is not about legacy. The cast includes four African-American women, an Asian-American lady, and a Caucasian housewife. The women are between the ages of 30 and 45. Most have connections to the OG cast. Almost as an insurance policy, if the reboot flops, which quietly a lot of execs believe it will, it's a huge risk to bring back a beloved long-running show with a brand new cast. Top of the priorities for casting, as dictated by the network, was to cast the franchise's first transgender housewife. The model given to the show was to find a Laverne Cox-type housewife, which they found. The issues producers are having right now is piecing together how the women are connected. They are all connected in some way, but not anywhere near as connected as the OG cast was which is another reason execs don't have high hopes for the reboot. The network is encouraging the women to hang out over the summer off camera to strengthen connections for the time the cameras go up. Bravo fans can smell right through the BS. Another insurance policy is having legacy now film at the same time as the reboot. If the reboot flops, the network always has the option to use the legacy wives as the cast for the main show. It also allows for crossovers to happen if the reboot needs fresh energy. Both casts are to be unveiled at BravoCon. Both will be filming around that time. 
So this is a lot. You know, the part that stands out to me is I don't think they would green light and film a show that they were so unsure if it would be successful. I think that people are going to watch. That's my feeling. So I don't feel that the execs are as concerned as this email would have us believe. What are your thoughts? Well, I think a couple things. One is we got some tea earlier this year, like well earlier, like er spring, saying they were having a hard time casting the show. Right. Well, we know they were doing it for a long time. They were casting for a long time. Right. And I think that it's definitely a risk to go with a totally new group. I think to steal a... I guess it's blackjack term. I don't know. They're spreading their bets, right? So they're going with something they know that people will watch with the legacy crew. And then they're also trying to totally refresh their one of their headliner housewife shows with some totally new blood. And by filming them at the same time, not only can they have crossovers between the two, but they can also, if they decide like, oh, we don't like you know, this one as much, they can, they can always, you know, go with pushing the legacy show. So, so you're saying it made, tracks for you. I'm saying it totally tracks, I think. And I think it makes sense to me that the executives are nervous because right. never have we seen a housewife show completely turn over their cast where there are literally no holdovers from the previous season. So it is risky. And especially if they're going with, you know, a different kind of direction. I don't know if we said, if we even heard if it's one thing we, we keep hearing rumblings and requests from people is that there is a gay husband and part of the housewife crew. Like right. we don't know if it's all women. We don't know anything really about all of these people. And so if they're totally changing up the formula and the people, I can see why the executives would be nervous. And so this way, at least it feels like a safer bet because they have something that they know those of us fans will still watch. And there's been no promises about, you know, what's going on Bravo, what's going on Peacock and, you know, and any of that. So you know, for one would be excited to see a whole new, a whole new cast and a whole new situation. But I also don't want to say goodbye to our legacy, which is why I really like that they're doing this. So I think, you know, this is definitely one of those that I kind of hope it's true. I kind of hope it, I, I hope it's true. I think, you know, we know initially that they were planning on filming first the new Roni and then the legacy around the holidays. So, they're filming concurrently, if that's true. I'm more inclined to believe the blinds. And I guess BravoCon is going to tell all. So I can't wait to to hear it announced. I think, yeah, I think there will be a lot announced there. A lot of, you know, who's coming back and new shows. And, you know, that might be when we get to hear if there's any new cities coming. I'm imagining they would save that for BravoCon, but we'll see. And I'm just scrolling through Instagram and some sweet news that our listeners will like. So we know that Jeff Lewis and his cute chef boyfriend split, right? That was announced in people, but there's a picture of him on his flight right now. And one of my sources is telling me, obviously we see the public picture, but they're back together and they're working through their issues. So that's exciting. 
Oh, good. I really like I them together. I want to see Jeff Lewis happy. I know. I love They're Jeff both Lewis. I just, I, I just think he's so fun. I agree. But yeah, so this was a lot. We were all over the place, cocktailers. I know, but you know, sometimes you have a busy week. It it was a tea potpourri week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Amanda, I know we were ready to sign off. And I'm sorry because I know we both have busy days ahead of us. But I just got an email that I have to read because by next week it might already be out. So, Housewives of New York City update. Tinsley's exit from Ultimate Girls Trip is not because of personal reasons. She'll be doing Legacy alongside alongside Sonia, Dorinda, Kelly, Luann, and Jill. No Bethany and no Ramona. Okay, so Bethany, we we figured they weren't going to be able to get her, although we know they wanted to. But if it's no Ramona, that's big news. That's the big news. That's good. That's going to be. And we're going to hear about this at BravoCon, like we were just saying earlier in the episode. Yeah, she is. I mean, I bet Ramona wishes she had some of those tiki torches so she could go and like trash stuff in her backyard. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was watching Dubai and Sergio call sex tiki tiki, and the whole time I'm thinking of Leah with the tiki torches. I'm like, there's nothing sexy about tiki tiki. Like naked, like throwing them like a spear. Wow, that's big <laughs> tea. All right, so this is an email that I got, guys. Let's see if it ends up being true. You heard it here first cocktail full circle we were talking about why she would break like bust out at the last minute and that makes so much sense but amanda i still like your theory that she's the housewife filming with gossip girl because i forget the connection and as soon as this airs goes live i know my followers are all going to send me the connection to gossip girl she either narrated it i know she did a guest spot there was a she was a guest spot maybe she did do a guest spot and she didn't narrate it to the guest spot so i do believe that she that that was your that was your scoop you put that puzzle together. I'm going with it. Makes more sense than my Teresa idea. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa with a bunch of socialites doesn't make any friggin' sense. All well, right. We're and, really saying goodbye now. Yes. And we're always here for you guys. Even when we think we're done, we're like, nope, the that, cocktailers need to know it. Literally, I was like, press record again. I just got an email. <laughs> whoop, whoop. All right. All right. Good job. Till next Thanks, time. Guys. For real this time. <laughs> guys so much for listening just want to ask you guys a favor just getting kicked off so many people have been asking us to do this podcast so please do subscribe and if you subscribed go to your podcast app and hit those three little dots to share with your friends but only friends who like good tea because the ones who don't care about tea then like forget them and don't forget find us on instagram at bravo and cocktails underscore And check out the website because some great tea gets put there daily that would get us kicked off of Instagram. (laughs) So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, guys. See you next time.